Welcome to Steadfast Hope. I'm Steve Lawson, joined as always by Kent Stainback. And this is, we're coming to you from Herb's house, Herb's coffee house. Kent, people are already starting to, to pour in. This is kind of the place to be. And today we're in Proverbs 10, verse 4. And the title of this is Productive Living. And I think we all want to be productive in life. Um, we want to be prosperous as God would define what it is to be prosperous. And what this proverb tells us, Kent, is that it requires disciplined, dedicated, hard work. That we can't just sit back and be passive and mm. be productive. Mm. And so let's just look at this. He says, poor is he who works with a diligent hand, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. So let's start at the top. He says, poor is he who works with a diligent, or excuse me, with a negligent hand. A negligent hand, this word means a lazy hand, um, a lax or slack hand. It, it's, it's a hand that has no calluses on it. it. It's a hand that has no blisters on it. It's a soft hand because it hadn't been working. And so therefore, he's poor. And he ought to be poor. Um, he, he's without the money he needs. And he's without the self-confidence that he would have had for doing a job well done. And so he sits back. He's passive. He has an entitlement mentality. <laughs> mentality. He, he, he thinks the government's supposed to take care of him. Uh, he, he thinks that his parents are supposed to take care of him. He, he, he thinks somebody else. It's never him. And so he lives in a world of excuses. Um, and he procrastinates. And so poor is he who works with a diligent hand. The fact of the matter is he doesn't work. He barely works. And so rightly so, he's poor. His pockets are shallow and empty. But on the other hand, he says, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. This is what we want to be, Kent. When he says the hand of the diligent, the word diligent here means industrious. Energetic, hardworking, um, steadfast, persistent, enduring. He stays after a job. He, does, he doesn't just start a project or a job. He, he carries through, and he carries it through to completion. And it is this kind of a hand, and Solomon uses the image of a hand here. It's really a hands-on um, work says makes rich. Of course it does. Now, what's rich to one is poor to another. Standards of wealth are very relative. And so when he says makes rich, it just means he accumulates um, the resources that he needs to live. And if you have more than what you need, then, then you are wealthy and you are rich. If you have more than to provide for food and housing and and, and clothing, and and so you eat what you kill, is the whole saying. And and so it's it elevates the virtue of having a diligent hand uh, to be working hard. And again, God has assigned us work to do, and we glorify God by doing our work as unto the Lord. So Kent, as always, we need to talk about this. Well, I think, number one, I think our audience, and, and I think for years I even thought this, that work 
was a part of the curse of the fall, <laughs> and it, it wasn't, uh, was it? God assigned work yeah. before Adam yeah. sinned. Yeah, and I think 90% believe the opposite. Yeah. Work's not a curse. Work is not a curse. The effect of the curse uh, and the effect of Adam's sin is that it'll be hard and it'll be difficult and it'll require the sweat of your brow. But the work in and of itself is not a curse. It, it, in fact, we are to derive pleasure from doing our work heartily as unto the Lord. And by our working hard, we're helping other people. We're providing yeah. for our family. Yeah. We're supporting for God's work. So yeah. that's all good. You know, as you were as you were reading this and teaching this, I thought uh, you and I know um, we know professional uh, athletes. Uh, we know extremely gifted preachers, well known, you know, and and mothers of godly families, etc. It seems to me I don't know anyone that isn't successful in their field that yeah. wasn't an extremely hard worker even if it was a do you know anybody that got it easy i i really don't know no, anyone. no preachers no no mothers no housewives uh no coaches uh-uh. i don't think i've ever met anybody that that got it easy well it's like ben hogan said the secret's in the dirt yeah really you, know, you gotta dig it? it out with like a lot of just practice it doesn't without hard work it's just true to life. It just can't. Whether a farmer, you're a believer or an unbeliever, it's just true to life. A farmer, whatever you are. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think this calls us yeah. to to really be diligent in, in our labor. And, and Kent, our whole society is being so polarized. And there are those who are workaholic, and maybe even I tend to fall in that direction. Yeah. But on the other end of the yeah. spectrum... I mean, we, we just have a culture of people who don't want to work. Yeah. It, and everywhere I go, I see signs hiring, hiring, but nobody wants to work as long as the government will send them a check. Steve, I have a lot of Christians that come to me that that need help finding a job. Yeah. And are they they job to job to job? And and sadly, I, I don't understand this, but when you drill down into their lives, many of them just are not diligent. Yeah, yeah. And why is that? How can Christians, tell me, tell us how that can happen. How can people who really truly love the Lord not be diligent and be negligent? I think it starts with their spiritual life. And they're not diligent in their church attendance. They're not diligent in their Bible reading and Bible study. They're not diligent in prayer. They're certainly not diligent in ministering to others and serving to others. I mean, they have a sit back, wait for the game to come to them approach to their Christian life. And so it just spills over, spills over yeah. uh, into the rest of their, their life and right. who they are with the Lord becomes who they are right. in life. So, Steve, if we've got listeners, we have a lot of listeners and they're saying, you know, I'm looking at my life and I've probably been a little lazy. I've probably been negligent. I've probably slept in too much yeah. and I'm not working like I should. What's your advice? What's God's word to them this morning? Yeah. Wow. That's a great question. Ken, I, I think where they need to start is with their relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. and to be disciplined in their walk with Christ and their Bible study. Mm-hmm. And I, I think 
even church attendance. I mean, it almost sounds legalistic. I know to even say that, but the Bible does say to forsake not the assembling of yourselves one to another and to be disciplined in serving others and ministering to that's others. That's good. I, th- I think that's really where, where it starts. And the domino effect is it, it then extends to the rest of, of my life. So when I show up at work, uh, I'm the guy who's going to say to my boss, is there something else for me to do? What, 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 what more can I do today? How can I help you? So just, you're not just waiting. You're not just waiting in for something. And, or, or hiding in the, by the water cooler. Yeah. Or, uh, stalling in, in your office, but, but that you are really putting your shoulder to the plow and you are wanting to take on more work to make your boss successful. I mean, I think that's just a God honoring thing. Yeah. And it's a great witness for a Christian to be like that. And even an unsaved boss would go, well, if this is what it is to be a Christian, I need to hire some yeah. more Christians yeah. because they are the most diligent workers we have in this company. Mm-hmm. So, however this applies to your life, and I'm certain that it does apply to, to your life, uh, may God give you the grace to carry out uh, what the Lord is impressing upon your heart by way of application from this. Uh, may God use you in a great way in this world to serve others and by pulling your fair share of the work, whether it's at home, whether it's at church, or whether it's down at the office. So may the Lord greatly bless you. You've been listening to Steadfast Hope.